coming up on Pass the Secret Sauce. For prototyping, there are several steps. One, to create a bill of material, meaning what needs to be, what we need to have. The mm. second one will be like select type of products and purchase them. Second one, to prepare all the like components, including 3D printing. The third mm. one is uh, finishing up and assembly. So for one prototyping, we will have at least four different type of cards, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's again, depends on the complexity. Uh, if we know that most of these components, we have like quite a large inventory in-house for like components because you use almost similar things yeah. for even for different type of projects. So, you know that it's just a matter to organize it. It will be like three points. If you need to order it throughout states, it's five points. Mm -hmm. If you need to talk with uh, overseas, it will be eight points. Got it. Okay. So, yeah, it, based again on our experience. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Shields. On Pass the Secret Sauce, we unscramble the life stories, skills, and secrets from the most wicked smart minds and interesting people to uncover their experience and recipes for success that will help you get an edge on your own life. My goal is to help you rein in on the chaos that life throws at us by learning from other high achievers. If you're new to the show, we have episodes with founders, CEOs, investors, and leaders. So if you like to learn and are motivated to improve your life, then kick back and listen to our guests pass their secret sauce. Today on Pass the Secret Sauce, we have Wanga Unova, and I'm not quite sure if I pronounced that uh, quite right or not. She's actually from Kazakhstan. And we get into a little bit of her story about her upbringing and that, but she is the founder and partner of LA New Product Development Team. So they actually are, they're a company that you can go to if you have an idea for a new product. Uh, they create uh, all types of different things from simple kitchen type things. They do a lot of prototyping. Actually, they, they specialize in prototyping. So, you know, if you're looking to bring a, a product to market, uh, this is a company that can absolutely help you. And they, again, they, they go through a gamut of different types of things, anything from kitchen appliances or kitchen utensils all the way to automated pizza uh, making machines, pizza making conveyor belts. So they, they do all types of different projects in all types of different industries. And one of the most interesting parts about this conversation is we get into how they manage the projects, which they use uh, the Scrum philosophy. So if you know anything about Scrum and how it works, and if you don't know anything about Scrum, this is going to be a, a great uh, episode for you to, to learn a little bit about how Scrum can be used to not only manage development type projects from a technology standpoint, but Scrum really can be used for any type of, of project, home renovations, building renovations, construction projects. It, it's a fantastic management philosophy. So we uh, we get into some, some pretty deep conversations about that, and it was a lot, a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoy today's episode of Pass the Secret Sauce. Yeah, it so it was quite cozy and like very like family type of dinner we were waiting for my father to come from job it was always around 6 p.m 
my mom always cooked homemade fresh food mm-hmm. so we can all enjoy together and we were catching up what was happening throughout the day for us myself and my sister at school for my father at work and my mom who always took care of us so she was a stay she's a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. so it was very you know like we were waiting for that moment yeah that's to great talk and and, share the day and this was in uh, kazakhstan right yeah correct so uh, it was in kazakhstan yeah it was that cold and and, and what was life what, what was life like growing up in kazakhstan you know even though it sounds like a little bit too far away but the lifestyle in Kazakhstan is quite similar to the United States. Okay. So the country was an East developing country, but we have quite a lot of European and American culture. So we went to, I mean, the difference was uh, our school system. I would say we don't have like elementary, middle and high school. We went to the same school with the same people from the first grade till the graduation. Mm-hmm. So we never changed our like classmates unless somebody went to another school. From first till fourth grade, we have the same teacher. So she's teaching us wow. all subjects. Yeah, like from math to science to literature. And from the fifth grade, we start to go from classroom to classroom to different teachers and learn different subjects. So mm-hmm. educational system was quite different. Other than that, the same extracurricular stuff like music, art, dancing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And the same interests. So movies, games. Yeah. We use and we can talk like we, we, we did the same thing as folks of my age here in the States. Got it. Got it. And when did you actually come to the States? Amazing oh. question. It was back in 2010. Okay. And the main reason why myself, my partner, who is my husband at the same time, we came to get our degree. Okay. So we went to Louisiana Tech University. So Constantine, who is my partner and husband, he got his PhD in mechanical engineering and he was invited by Louisiana Tech University to, to get his degree. So, and I got my master's degree in engineering and technology management from tech as well. So it was cool who recruited and brought us to the States. And yeah. we are so thankful for that. So, so you probably grew up, I mean, you, you probably graduated, what, 2013, 14, somewhere in that neighborhood. So 13, yes. Yeah. So you were, you were, you know, starting to, to come up when Obviously, Facebook was already established by then and, and a lot of the other technology platforms. Did you get any inspiration or any, any um, I, I, you know, obviously you've started your own company. Were you, were you, when you were at that age and in school and graduating school, were you sort of already eyeing and, and planning to start your own company at that point? It's a great question. So from the get-go, when we even came here to get our degree, and before we came here, we run business together. So we work okay. in the same company with my husband. And when we came here, we knew from the day one that eventually we will start our own company. We will grow it. However, during the school years, it wasn't we wasn't able to do that. But school actually inspired Constantine 
to start a student organization. Okay. Because during his research, it was quite obvious, as for many others who go to school, that there is like a huge gap between university research and what industry needs. So there are a lot of things which professors and students are working and those mm -hmm. ideas project can find its way in the market. So the student organization with the same name, LA New Product Development Team, was launched back in 2013. Okay. So Louisiana Tech supported us, gave us access to all the equipment and resources needed. Actually, once we had about 40 uh, different students who joined us from all the majors, like HR, marketing, product design, engineering, electrical engineering, mechanical engineering, etc. So it was obvious that people were interested in product commercialization and product design itself. Yeah. And while we were working on student organization, we got, started to get more and more requests from public that I have this idea, I have that idea. Can you help us? Can you help us to develop? Can you help us to prototype? Uh, so it was quite obvious that there is a commercial component in this idea that we can start commercializing the services. But because we were students, can you imagine to be a student yeah. for like three years? Yeah. Uh, we needed to have access to some capital. So we went to work. Constantine went to work uh, as a research and development engineer. He was designing like huge centrifugal pumps. I was an auditor for American Petroleum Institute. And one day in August 2016, we decided that, okay, enough is enough. <laughs> this is a time for us to go full time, yeah. uh, to quit our job and start doing what we love, growing our business together and helping other people to turn their ideas to reality. So that is kind of our journey. And since 2016, we were helping our clients and we started to design our own products, basically to bring new products, to needed market. products to the market. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So you, you, you know, the entire time you were, you know, basically planning on starting your company. So that's fantastic. When you were, when you had your job, were you saving as much as you possibly could, could for this, for this opportunity? Yes. Actually, that was one of the main ideas and reasons why we went to work is to generate the capital. Yeah. So yeah, we were saving. We were pushing a lot on saving savings account. We were playing with some investments, and mm -hmm. yeah, so we were gaining experience, uh, saving capital, and yeah, to prepare it. for company. I love much. it. I love it. Yeah, what it was very organic growth. Yeah. Yeah. And talk a little bit about that growth. You know, obviously you said that you started off sort of, you know, in the student, you know, the student realm, and then that slowly started trickling out into the public. How did you guys grow? And, and actually, did you, did you put that aside in between college and when you were working, you know, for other, you know, for other companies, were you doing this, you know, during that time as well? It was sort of aside, and yes. So student organization was operating till I would say 2018. So we assigned a new president for that student organization and Constantine was managing it remotely, but still because he was a head engineer when the student organization was operating and then he started to put 
his services online. Mm -hmm. So yes, he was managing several projects while doing his full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. And when we started to see a cash flow via our website, so we started to rank quite good on Google and we started to get more requests for simple projects. Yeah. Like then uh, it was one of the indicators uh, we validated the idea that people will be willing to utilize our commercial services to build their product ideas. Yeah. Initially, we had like small projects. So they were like very small custom items, no uh, heavy mechanical things. So it, it, it yes, it was simple kitchen stuff, hardware tools. So all our initial projects were like that, mainly on the mechanical side. So people were needed CAD models mm-hmm. uh, to do their own prototyping. So then we realized that people need prototypes. Mm-hmm. We got all the equipment needed. So when we opened in 2016, that was wow, our key things is that we acquired 3D printers and other materials to be able to do at that time what we could uh, in terms of prototyping right now we built quite a lot of capacity so we can build almost any type of prototype so right now in our office we're finalizing like a automatic pizza delivery serv- uh, machine oh, wow. so it's like a conveyor where you just click select what type of pizza you need select topics and sauces and this pizza this huge conveyor can make it for you and deliver it for you that's cool. That's so, very cool. And and would yeah, that so, would, would that application be in like say a gas station or something like that? Was that is that where they're going to to be placed at or is that has not been dorms, stadiums, oh. malls? Yeah. So got it, it will be more like so people will buy this machine. It will be sold as a standalone business, meaning that you buy it, unit and. You put it in the location, and that's it. That's cool. That's very cool. And and is this your guys's idea, or is this one of your your uh, clients' no, ideas? No, it's one of our customers. Yeah. So. Very yeah. cool. So yeah, it's a local entrepreneur. He came up with this idea, and we were working on this uh, prototype for in the project itself. So we have okay. done all the engineering work and this prototype around year and a half. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. That's very cool. So would you say you guys specialize in anything, you know, any one thing you, you mentioned that a lot of people need prototypes. Is that where you guys really come yeah, in? So our uh, main expertise and our main uh, service, I would say is prototy- prototyping. So we help people with uh, mechanical electrical design as well uh, mm-hmm. to generate CAD models and to do all the engineering before the prototyping starts, mm-hmm. but prototype is what we are known for. Yeah. So, and prototypes like from simple 3D printed, I don't know, knock to complex such as our pizza making machine mm-hmm. to medical tools to heavy machinery. So all of the above, we have wow. these resources here in house. Yep. And we can do that. Electrical IoT conveyors. So you name it. Wow! Wow! So you guys, you guys cover a lot of a lot of different areas, and it doesn't really sound like there's any one specific focus in any one industry. You you pretty well can can serve and have experience, and pretty well, well, 
many yeah, different so industries. we have a quite diverse mix of our guys, employees, plus our weighted network of uh, consultants whom we utilize from time to time when it's needed. So we are quite diverse. We are proud of our process, how we set up and how we approach prototyping. Mm -hmm. So industry industry specific expertise sometimes is needed, but usually inventors of product development. Virtus Technology is a custom business software solution provider. Are you tired of manual entry into an old system that creates more work than it helps? Does your company suffer from constant pain and frustration around its business processes? Do you spend a lot of time and money trying to hunt information down or figure out what is happening in your business? Virtus Technology can help solve all of this. We evaluate your current processes and then create custom software or mobile apps to automate and streamline your business process, eliminating a lot of those pains and frustrations. Unlike other systems, our goal is to digitize your current processes and systems so that your staff's learning curve is very small. If you're ready to take your business operations to the next level, give Virtus Technology a call today. People have that yeah, experience. That. Yeah. Yes. And they just share with it and answer our questions and we do execution of their prototypes or engineering. Yeah, got it, got it. That's yeah, that's cool. That's very interesting. So what is the what does the process look like? You know, if I have an idea, what what type of information would I need to bring with me? You know, Amazing to, to... question. So we have worked with those who have just ready in their head. We had some people literally who came with just napkin sketch, like literally napkin sketch. Yeah. Some people came to us with CAD models and some people came us to us with a product itself. So they asked us to re-engineer. Mm -hmm. How it usually starts, you get in touch with us through our channels you select, website, social media, personal contacts. So we schedule a conversation with you. Then we sign non-disclosure agreement just to ensure that we are covered from both sides. During that conversation, when we schedule a call, we just start thinking and talking about what is your product, how far are you from the development, what are your goals, mm -hmm. do you want to license, do you want to manufacture it or venture it, do you want to just have it for yourselves? Because sometimes people just want to prototype and build the idea for their personal use okay. because they have an issue and they want to do it. We basically get all this information from them, goals, status how long they are willing to work on it what may be their budget for that mm -hmm. and we start working on our product development plan Got in it. that product development plan we kind of not kind of we put like a roadmap what is needed how long mm -hmm. it will take and what will be the price range because at the beginning it's quite difficult dif difficult to tell the exact numbers it's usually ballpark numbers like yeah. range from this to that Yep. Because there are so many variables. So we share it with our client. Our client make a go-no-go -no -go decision. And basically, we start on the project if clients decide to work with us. Mm -hmm. uh, at the first conversation, we also walk through the process. So we have a product development map. It's like a journey. We created like a digital tool where we show like these are the steps needed to develop your product idea. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it starts from product discovery to concept design to prototyping, manufacturing, product launch, etc., etc., etc. So it's like a journey. It's a map where yeah. you show like determine in which steps that product client is and uh, basically what they need to expect ahead of them. Yeah. And if a person, for instance, exactly need a prototype. We designed a special abduct product for our own purposes. So it's like a charging station for USB USB type of connection mm-hmm. for vertical devices like screwdrivers and now electric smart pens, etc. And we documented every single step. So okay. we have this page tool. Let's put it this way: when we show what type of prototypes exist, how they look at particular mm-hmm. stage and basically what you get by the end of the day. Because sometimes people, when they order a prototype, they have expectations which are unrealistic. Yeah. So yeah. we show them exactly what type of prototype exists, like look like, function like, both, how they look like, how iterations and like version abc affect the final look Mm -hmm. so we kind of show people exactly what to expect because there is like a huge difference between prototype version one versus version three and there is a huge difference between a manufacturing sample and prototype which are totally different things so we kind of show and explain people what they need to expect at each stage so yeah and you never get a right prototype from the first time exactly. very rarely if the yeah. product is quite simple yeah that makes sense what, what would so, you say is the the craziest thing that you've ever had to design and create like when when they presented it to you you're like no way this would never we would never do this or this would never work does anything stand out to you oh my gosh so actually i don't think so I know we had more projects which are more practical. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. You don't have any of those, those so, crazy asks. No. Yes. So we worked the only thing, I don't know, because we are close to New Orleans, we got quite a few requests from to design and manufacture adult products. Oh, okay. So that was quite interesting for us and it was quite weird for my engineers because i am the only female in my group yeah (laughs) Uh, so and guys were kind of but something other than that mm -mm. yeah so it's more practical you know like and people like literally they they all for that idea so they know the pain point and they experienced it themselves so yeah, I don't think that we ever had like some crazy ideas. Got it. Everything kind of makes sense after you kind of understand what what problem you're solving. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. What what is uh, what is the typical timeline look like? And I guess obviously that's going to depend on the complexity of whatever the piece. But you know, say for a, a simple piece to a you know medium complexity piece to a very complex piece. You know, just kind of break it down, sort of ballpark. You know, are, are we talking, you know, weeks, months, years? What, what any any thoughts there? From one day to two years. Okay. So let me actually, yeah, I can uh, tell you. We believe it or not, because uh, we got this, received this question quite 
often so we have a timeline for different type of products mm -hmm. how long it will take so simple 3d printed part will take us maybe day to two days mm -hmm. right something more complex without electrical component made out of plastic two to three weeks mm -hmm. electrical components depending on the complexity from months to three months so sewing so we had quite a few like dog bed or like special bags it may mm -hmm. take us from months to three months so yeah so it varies it depends on how large how complex internal components is it made out of metal plastic silicon ceramic so all these factors into the timeline and if needed so once we had like you know ladies use this iron to straighten their mm -hmm. hairs mm -hmm. so we designed similar product but for kitchen uses okay uh, from scratch meaning that we were doing design of the circuit and then building circuit okay because she needed it for a trade show we done that within a week and a half oh wow but wow. it worked but yeah. my guys worked like almost 12 hours a day to make yeah. it happen yeah so given resources and time constraints we can expedite but I don't think that right now we will take such projects. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's it's all doable, but yeah, it depends on the project itself. So obviously, what you guys are doing is pretty pretty complicated, and it sounds like I mean you you've touched on these I guess processes and procedures and frameworks, if you will, that you guys have set up. How did you how did you when you were first setting everything up and first starting the the company? How did you really I guess, kind of focus in on those procedures and what, how you needed to, to approach these different, these different topics. Because again, it seems like you don't necessarily focus on any one industry or type of product. So you know, that, that creates a lot of complexity from the business standpoint. How did you guys approach that and, and create that, I, I guess, mechanism or process that you currently use to be able to you know, work on such a wide variety of products? Great question. Uh, I think it's background, a couple of things. Number one is our background, Constantine and myself. My background was initially in designing management systems. Ah, uh, okay. So Constantine, he was doing business development and managing of a retail company. Plus he had experience as research and development engineer. Mm -hmm. So he got exposed for like at least three years in each how to run business and how to manage research and development initiatives. Mm -hmm. This all combined plus utilization of Scrum system. Yep. Scrum is like a management system too, right? Yep. Allowed us to determine steps we in each stage velocity meaning how long it might take depending on the complexity mm -hmm. as we grew as a company as we got involved in more diverse projects we generated historical data which allows us to estimate time resources needed for each type of product and 
because we are all in the same office, all under one roof, it allows us to be cross-functional, work on several projects simultaneously, and just keep each other posted what yeah. type of issue who is facing, who can help with what, and yeah. So, so do you guys still use Scrum today? And and talk a little bit about yep. what Scrum, what Scrum, you know, how that actually works. Obviously, so so it sounds like you guys are are uh, are you still well? I, you're relying on some historical data, but for some projects, are you still sort of going in with this open ended idea? We're not exactly sure how long it's going to take until we start setting I mean, the velocity. You never know how long even like prototypes will take, but at yeah. least we will have a ballpark number. We are doing a new thing every day. So it's not like mass production. It's not like something which you put on conveyor and you do it every day. Yeah. But still there are some time frames, estimates, what it can take. So what is a Scrum system? It's basically a system which allows you to plan a sprint. Sprint is like week or two weeks. Determine, log what is needed to be done for each project. Each of the Scrum has assigned points, points value you deliver. Our delivery points were something you can show to a customer or to the next person in the process. Mm -hmm. We plan scrums for two weeks. Basically, we create a list to do, log uh, for two weeks. We have daily 15 minutes, the max stand-up meetings, mm -hmm. where we basically share what has been done, what mm -hmm. we are planning to work today, and what was the issues. Mm -hmm. And basically we move like that. If somebody, like, if I know that I'm the best person to reach out to supplier A, but my Ralph supposed to do it, I will take care of that. So we exchange responsibilities with the ultimate goals to complete as much as possible tasks, assignments. So yep. to have more delivery. And this Scrum system actually allows us to forecast our revenue and mm -hmm. allows us to forecast our productivity for our clients as well because each task has points points are velocity and cost and the more you do the more you produce the higher the output so it's quite interesting <laughs> and yeah. we actually designed a new product for scrum i think we will be launching a kickstarter campaign quite oh. soon I'm I'm curious yeah. to to learn more about that. We uh, to, I, I'm a huge believer in the Scrum process too. And one of the things that that we took a while to figure out is how, how do you guys establish your point system? Are you using any type of so we use like visual visual uh, cues of different dogs, right? So it, I forget what all of our numbers are, but like two is a little toy poodle and ten is like this big mastiff thing. So just to kind of give a little representation of you know, is this just a small little thing, little project and, or is this, you know, this big massive thing, big mean project that, you know, is going to take forever to, to, to do. And if it gets to be like too big, if it's too mastiffs, then obviously that needs to be broken down into smaller, smaller tasks. So how do you, Amazing how do you guys, question. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys, how do you guys establish that, that point system for each, you know, each task? Like for instance, prototyping for prototyping, there are several steps. One, two, create a bill of material, meaning what needs to be, what we need to have. The second one will be like select type of products and purchase them. Second one to prepare all the like components, including 3D printing. The third one is uh, finishing up and assembly. So 
for one prototyping, we will have at least four different type of cards, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's again depends on the complexity. Uh, if we know that most of these components, we have like quite a large inventory in house for like components because you use almost similar things yeah. for even for different type of projects. So you know that it just a matter to organize it, it will be like three points. If you need to order it throughout states, it's five points. Mm -hmm. If you need to talk with uh, overseas, it will be eight points. Got it. Okay. So yeah, it based again on our experience. So we just kind of know how much time it will take yep. for each of us. Some projects will have their own scrum words mm -hmm. because like for our, again, conveyor, it's, it's I mean, it has an independent uh, scrum word. Yeah. Smaller projects, it will be in one general scrum. Yep. The only thing what we are not doing in scrum is administrative stuff. Okay. So financial marketing, it's, different process i would say mm -hmm. yep yep no i love it I, and i i'm a huge believer in the scrum process like i, I mentioned before and i think that it's a, a great way to be able to, to to manage projects so and i guess just to complete that so so after you after you take all of your sprints and sort of you know, break them up into these different cards or different steps you would have you know a, a number of points as we were talking mm -hmm. about the uh you know the the total for each one of those Realist. those projects yeah yeah, and and then you you basically establish your velocity as you're doing those projects. So you know if you're doing two points a day and you've got sixteen points, you know that that you know that that's going to be an eight day project. So, so yeah, so it's a really really cool way to be able to break everything down. So I, I love that you guys are are are, are using. What that. I love the most is our sessions when we share our good things, bad things, mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. we can improve upon. Yeah. So that is my basically favorite things because we can. In fact, openly talk about our issues, our best practices, and what each of us thinks we should implement, improve, or even remove from yeah. our process to make us more efficient. Yep. And now, you guys, do you do that at the end of every project? Yes, or every is that two like, weeks. Okay, got every it. Every two it. weeks. Oh, so every at, every, every, uh, at the end of every sprint, you do it? Yeah. Yep. Got it. Got it. Very cool. Very cool. If, if someone wanted to learn more about you guys or your process, or they had an idea that they wanted to, to you know, run by you guys, uh, what would be the process that they should take to reach out and, so and get in touch? Go to our website. It's lanpdt.com. I think you will give a link to that and schedule a consultation. So if you are very ready to talk with us, there is a phone number or online chat. Either myself or my assistant, we always on that chat. So I have installed it on my phone mm -hmm. or, or my assistant or Constantine himself. So we kind of change our responsibilities. And yes, yeah, that online chat on Facebook, it's real us. You're not talking with a bot. So you can ask your question there or schedule online consultation on the website or call us. So we are all reachable. Love it. Love it. Well, this has been, uh, this has certainly been fun. Like I said, I, I'm a, a huge, huge uh, lover of creating projects or products and, you know, love that you guys are using Scrum to manage it all. So, you know, I think that there's quite a bit of value that you've provided to, uh, to the listeners here. So thank you again for spending a little bit of time on Past the Secret Sauce with us. Thank you so much. It was quite a pleasure to chat with you. So, yeah, 
good luck with your project and I love listening to your podcast. So invite more guests, more interesting I, guests, I diverse will. guests. I will definitely. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day, Matt. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.